Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Need another big third down conversion. Meyer looking to throw. Fires deep down the left side for Blythe, and he has the catch. Tiptoeing the sidelines. 20, 10, 5. Touchdown, Todd Blythe, his fourth of the day. Unbelievable. Todd, you know what? I don't even want to do introductions this week. I'm still mad about um, my man X getting the taunting penalty. That's unbelievable cost. I, I, a lot of people have said the worst call in college football history. Very probably could be. It's up there, but we'll get to it. So Marty yeah. Blythe coming off of, um, it's just a great day. There really wasn't any, um, it's just a great day. One that one of those games, you kind of wish you were there. Neither of us went, but, um, <laughs> great win for Iowa state five and two. I think we're ranked this week. Now we should be, yeah, we're 22nd. Um, but I'd say we're playing probably like a top 15 team right now. And yeah, I mean, we were, we were a seven and a half point favorite going against an undefeated top 10 team in Oklahoma state last week. So that tells us the, re- the respect we have in Vegas, at least, even if the polls don't reflect it. Yeah. I think Vegas, I mean, they, they are going to look at a lot more analytics, whereas like the, you know, the AP and the polls are going to be just what's a good story. And you know, right. who's the, you know, Cincinnati's not, they're good, but I don't know if they're a top five team or number two, all that kind of fun stuff. So, yeah, they look good though. Their offense puts up a lot of points, but anyway, back to Iowa state. Yeah. yeah I mean, just a great homecoming win. Um, and, and something that you and I have talked about and it was just, you know, fantastic to see was you could see Oklahoma state just sold out to take away our run game. And, and Bree still had a nice game with, uh, you know, 70 yards and, and touchdown, but to see Brock Purdy step up and, I mean, really just take control of the game from the start 27 uh, of 33 for 307 yards and two TDs. Uh, I mean, he was, you know, for as much crap as I've given him for being average over the last couple of years, he's really looked good the last couple of weeks. And, and this past week against Oklahoma state, uh, I thought it, he just looked fantastic. I mean, he looked like uh, an elite big 12 quarterback. Yeah. He has been um, well above average. I don't know where you get that from, but, um, basically his whole career. I mean, he's had a couple, you know, dips, but, um, he's been well above average and he just kind of showed us again, his completion percentage was, you know, again, up around what 70, 80%. And, you know, we throw some, but there's some quarterbacks out here. They're just throwing like 
you know, bubble routes and, you know, just screens and barely throwing the ball downfield and we're pushing it downfield. We're throwing over the middle of the field. We're throwing outside We're you know, so it's not an easy, you know, it's not an easy 80% completion or 75 or wherever he's at, but just, yeah, he showed up, man. He showed up and showed out. It was a great day to great day for him and a pretty good day for our offense. I mean, they were, you know, it doesn't matter who you're playing. They're going to put, basically they were, you know, they were probably had a good game plan coming in a good plan of, you know, who's going to beat us on the outside. You yeah, got to kind of pick your poison. For, yeah. For what they did against our run game, I'd say for sure. Yeah. Yeah. That's for sure. And then, you know, um, you know, Xavier Hutchinson basically had a day where he was just kind of in his bag and it was like, you're either going to interfere with me or you're going to, um, just take my touchdowns away with the worst, literally the worst call I've ever seen. The, uh, I was so mad because yeah, uh, I saw it right away. I was so mad. The, the more I watch X play, I mean, he is, he's so good. He's constantly got great separation. Um, I don't know how big he is. I don't, you know, sometimes I hear him called six, three, sometimes I hear him called six, one, six, two. So he's somewhere in there. He's got great size. He's just constantly a separation and makes big time catches and big time moments. Um, <laughs> I love when he gets the ball in the hands. He runs angry. He runs strong. I mean, he is just such a difference maker. And and he's a great example of, you know, and I've said this for a while. Gosh, I wish wide receivers could get the yards for uh, PI calls because he if, if he doesn't catch it downfield, he's going to get us 15, which is such a luxury as a quarterback to know that if you get one-on-one matchup, you're pretty much, you know, minimum going to get that 15-yard penalty if he doesn't come down with the ball. So, uh, I mean, he's just been – I feel like he's – he was great last year as a, as a newcomer, you know, a big 12 newcomer of the year, but he's taken up to another level um, this season, especially in the last, you know, few games. And he, gosh, he is such a difference maker. And then obviously Kohler comes up and has, has big catches and, and, you know, has, is so good in traffic as well. So those two guys on the outside throwing the ball too, they're, they're a great one, two punch. Yeah, I was um, the same thing. I mean, X is Xavier. He's, um, he's a difference maker for sure. And I think he's uh he's what you would call a Sunday football player. I think he's clearly shown that he's kind of the prototype uh, NFL receiver, just a big body can go over the middle and can beat man coverage physical. He's got enough, um, got enough twitch to him to be able to get off press. I mean, he's great. And, you know, he stepped up and yeah, it was great to see the offense kind of just answer a lot of good, you know, drives going the length of the field and, and really the answer after the horrendous call, which, you know, they basically were like, all right, you, I think it threw him a screen. And then I love that. the back Just, shoulder. I think they, they went to him three straight times till he scored. Yeah, basically. I thought yeah. that was awesome. I mean, and as a coaching staff, it's not like they were in their head thinking, oh, he got robbed. We got to we gotta come back to him. I'm, there might be a little bit of that. <laughs> they as might a coach, you're that, just yeah. thinking like, what's the best thing for our team right now? We need to score. And in this game, the best thing for the team was to just keep feeding him. And gosh, he was so good on Saturday. And I mean, he's been like that all season, really the past two years. Um, but it was, it was fun to see the offense flow through him and flow through Brock as well after, um, you know, all season and really, and, and obviously it's the, probably the right thing to do normally. Um, but the offense, you know, flows through number 28 in the backfield. Uh, and they try to take that away a little bit. So that was, that was cool. It was just to see a, a different facet of the offense really take, uh, take center stage and God, they delivered. Absolutely. And do you want to talk about what, what were your thoughts when you saw the, when you saw the flag? The on, yeah. I, 
at first I thought maybe they threw it for what he did in the end zone. Like, I don't know what he kind of brushed off his shoulders or his chest, which whatever. I, I could not believe when they said that it, the, the call was coming back for what he did on the way into the end zone, the little half baby high step that he did. I mean, it wasn't even two full strides. It was one high step stride. And I mean, God knows I've done worse scoring and you probably have too. I don't know if you ever ran any touchdowns or not, but you would have done worse if you ever had the opportunity. And it's like scoring touchdowns is, is a hard thing to do. You work all winter, all summer, you know, all through spring ball and summer conditioning and, and camp to score touchdowns. It's not an easy thing to do. And so it's okay to be happy when you score a touchdown. And, and that's my thing. Like he, he wasn't looking back. He wasn't pointing at anybody. He wasn't holding the ball out to, to somebody else. He was literally being happy because he scored a touchdown for his team in a big spot. And they took that away or tried to take it away. I just could not believe that. That's where I wish refs had to answer questions uh, in a press conference after the game, or, or at least we need to hear, hear from that guy and get some sort of an explanation. Yeah. That's yeah. I would probably disagree with the, like, just because there's so many unreasonable people out there and there's, you know, I, I get, this as a bad call. What do you disagree with? I, saying that refs need to like go do press conferences and all that stuff. I, I no, okay. Maybe not, but I would like to, there needs to be when it's that egregious and that bad. And I mean, to a man, every single person disagrees with, with that call. I, mean, I haven't seen anybody come out and say that that was a correct call or that he was even close. You'd like to get a statement when somebody screws up, you'd like to see some sort of a statement or something. Yeah. I think I was listening to uh, Williams and bloom and bloom said that when they, so that Randy Peterson did ask that question. And I guess the response from, you know, whoever handles the officials is like, if it's a judgment call like that, they don't, um, it doesn't make a lot of sense, but they don't answer questions about it, which sounds like, okay. So you don't have to answer for having bad judgment in any other job, know. any other profession in the world. If you have bad judgment, do you pay a price for having that? If this guy is, if this guy is refing a bowl game, a postseason game, then it's just because they run out of dudes to, to put out there in, in black and white shirts. Cause that was, I mean, that was so bad. Yeah. I mean, look, he could have been, he could be a good official and just had a, you know, had one of the biggest gaffes of all time. What I, what I would like to see, like, okay, like how do you make sure it doesn't happen again? Is like the powers that be or whoever runs big 12 officiating is just like, go back, watch the film. And like, guys, we don't flag this. Yeah, I gotta think that's gonna be on that's gonna be on teaching tape for him next year. Like, yeah. hey, hey, fellas, here's an example of where you might think maybe this is a call, this isn't a call. Yeah. The only thing I can give him, trying, I mean, just trying to play devil's advocate or give him the benefit of the doubt, is he saw that one high step and he immediately threw the flag, thinking it was gonna it was gonna be a prolonged thing all the way the last five yards into the end zone, and the fact that it was one step and he really just recovered and went back into a normal stride. I mean, yeah, it looked to me like he kind of caught himself, which it's like you know, if it, I don't know. It was just you bad. You have to around. catch yourself. No, it, <laughs> I mean, it's, it's you and I are on the same page. We're yeah, in the echo chamber here, but yeah. the, I mean, it's, it was just so bad. I just could not terrible. believe that they threw that. I thought uh, the, the radio call with Walters on there. Oh, he was, I mean, yeah, he was, so he was hot too. That was horrible. <laughs> but it was like, I mean, everybody from, you know, it was on ESPN's social page and like the first, like, you know, the comments that are verified, like a bunch of NFL players oh, were just like, and everybody, football, it was, it got Monday night football, that, that's the one thing for me where I hope that the attention it gets. Yeah. Where they just like, all right. Cause you, you see way worse it's, and it should, you know, the, the one thing I, you know, college officials and they did it back when we played, they just try to, 
I don't want to say micromanage like when people score, but it's just, they're way overzealous. Like, what do you think we're going to do? Like you think, I mean, we just going to like take our helmets off and go like assault the other team. Like, what do you think we're going to do? <laughs> like we're celebrating with each question. other. It's like, I, I just never understood like, like the, just the rush to run in and, you know, make sure guys don't celebrate. It's so funny that something like that gets flagged. And then for unsportsmanlike, but like the stuff you hear said and yelled on the field, with the ref standing right there and that, I mean, they'll never flag that because you know, you can't see it on public or, you know, on TV. So the public doesn't really know what's going on, but that's way more unsportsmanlike the stuff you hear being said out there than any, any high step, any, any end zone celebration that anyone could ever do. It's just, I don't know. It's that, that call just, I think it was terrible. So hopefully, yeah, hopefully there's just some conversation about let's make sure we don't, I mean, especially in like a, it's a one score game back and forth. You're in the yes, second that, half. that legitimately could have turned the game around and oh cost gosh, us the game. A hundred percent could have. So we're, yeah, yeah, we're lucky that drive ended, and we can laugh about it now. Kind of laugh that that drive ended with a touchdown three plays later. And, and I thought it was great that he got it back and, and we kept going to him, but God, that, that really could have, I mean, this, this whole thing, if that costs us the game, if we don't score there and we miss a field goal or something crazy, and we and that costs us the game. Boy, those refs—they're gonna have a—they better have a big police escort trying to get out of that building. Yeah, but overall, great atmosphere. Defense obviously came through again, played great, and yeah, huge fourth down stop to end the game. And what do you think on the spot on the fourth down stop? I mean, it's <laughs> Give hard me your to tell. Non-cyclone. Well, you, you didn't have. I mean, I think if we're on the other end of that, we're thinking that's a terrible spot. So I can understand Oklahoma State, yeah. but you know, the, the, all the replays were coming from like the home sideline, like our sideline. You couldn't, there wasn't anything from the other side and they were just bought. You couldn't tell. Yeah. There was like, no, they can and, only... and they're exactly right. There's nothing definitive. It's one of those calls that they, they probably it's either way it's called on the field. They're going to stay. It's going it. to stay that way. And like, if they had an angle to show he's, he had a first down, but yeah. And the initial like, look what... looks like we haven't stopped. Hashim Young comes in, hits him and knocks him back even further. And then from there, like in my head, when that happened, I started celebrating. If you really watch it play all the way through, he probably does fall down on top of the line somebody's and body, yeah. pulls him forward. Um, but hey, again, it's a judgment judgment call. We got screwed on one of them, and so it was only fair. Oklahoma <laughs> State got got screwed yeah, on the Pereira, other. Like the he didn't like Mike Pereira, who's like the, the you know whatever official guru yeah. comes on the games, and he was just like don't pay attention to the yellow line because it's off. It was yeah. short. And he said, you know, there's not enough there to overturn that. So. He, I mean, he flat out said that. Uh, yeah. One last thing on the, on the X, uh, the X flag. Um, I love the fact that coach Campbell is one of the most calm, cool, collected, even keeled. Um, he coaches loses on the mind if it's like 99% <laughs> of the time. And then once or maybe twice a game, he just completely blacks out and loses it on, on the it's Like the big 12 game ball. last year when they didn't, call the exactly. offsides that was a little exactly. too far probably but yeah this was, was I, I mean but as a as a player you would love that if you know your coach has your back like that because he didn't it you know from what it looked like the the replays and everything and the cameras didn't look like he got mad at x one time he even said in the post game like there's not a selfish bone in his body he's not a selfish player he didn't get x no, i think he was more upset they didn't and they didn't obviously the call but they didn't come over and give him an explanation yes and he just like, lost hey, it you can see him just throwing every, you know, F word out there and then saying, who called that? Who called that? Well, I'm not, I, if I called it, I'm not a bit, bit to that man. No, <laughs> He's yelling okay. like that. I'm not raising my hand and saying it was me, but 
no, I, I love that out of Campbell. So he's, uh, he's certainly got a little fire over there on the sidelines. Uh, just overall, just a, just a great win. Great to see our offense uh, win in a different way than maybe we have in the past. And then just, uh, you know, the typical standard suffocating defense that we've had all season. Yeah, no, it was um fun game to watch and I'm glad five and two. I just, I think uh, we'll probably be favored in every game outside of Oklahoma, which I think will be close. So, I mean, shoot, we keep playing like this and Oklahoma keeps, I mean, they're, they, you know, they keep winning, but they're squeaking stuff out. We, we have a chance of being favored in that one. Probably not at their place, I suppose, but. Yeah, but they, I mean, you got to be really, really in flux to kind of go down and, and go blow for blow with Kansas. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Did you ever think in a million years, though, that uh, like before the season that we'd be sitting here being like, man, I hope Oklahoma just put Spencer Rattler back in. Man, it's um, yeah. I don't know. It's it's wild. Do you, think, you think he's still on the team on their team by the time they we play no. in a couple of weeks? I don't think, think he's finish. already. Uh, you think he's already going to be gone? You know, he says he's committed through the end of the season, but I have a hard time believing that. I don't know. Maybe. I mean, I I, I would imagine the recruitment's already on, or he probably knows where he's going, or has an idea. Whether it's you know, and depending on who they get as a coach, like an LSU or something. I mean, he's still he's a really talented player. It just seems like he kind of. You know, isn't the greatest, maybe isn't the greatest team guy. I got to have a little bit, but yeah, I don't know. Nope. But, you know, they, it's got to be challenging though when you're playing and all of a sudden they bring in some kids aren't going to be able to handle them bringing in because this Williams kid was the number one player in his class. Yeah. And some people don't handle that well. And I think he would have handled it just fine as long as he never got yanked for it. But, as yeah, as, but that could uh, be why. Maybe that's why he's struggling when they know that. That's true. Yeah, because he didn't look like the same player. No, year. not that's at all. He didn't play. You don't play as free. You play, you know, you play tight, and that could be why he was struggling. But, you know, but they're not exactly, I mean, you know, Caleb Williams is in the game, and they're still having to fight and scratch and yeah. have a miraculous fourth quarter play. where he Kansas just game. ran the ball down their throat, which gives me a lot of uh, – you know, optimism for when we play them since, since we normally run the ball so well, I mean, Kansas just ran all over them, especially in the first half. Yeah. I mean, they've always had issues on defense and it's, you know, I think, it, yeah, we thought we kind of thought they tightened that up in the, you know, earlier this year or, or last year, at least. And it's still, you know, come back up to where it's an offensive show down there. Yeah. So, but yeah, hopefully we, um, I mean, imagine we went out and all of a sudden it's, we're looking at like the Baylor game costing us. I think we oh, could man, probably, you know, we could lose to Iowa and still get in, but. Yeah. That, and yeah. I mean, outside of the, you know, uh, a week ago or two weeks ago, I guess they were off this past week outside of that game. I would, you know, they were the number two team in the country and looking really good. So that, that, that win as much as it sucks, just because an in-state rival and we have to listen to Hawk fans be stupid. Uh, for the next year outside of that, it's really a, you know, it's a non-conference throwaway game. Um, don't get me wrong. I don't want people to say, you know, we're well, trying to act like I don't care. Obviously, it is, it is though. Like it. you can, but it's, the it's purely over, for bragging, it's rights. bragging rights. It, really it, it, it doesn't really affect things more than that. Um, I'd probably be singing a different tune. I guess if we had blown them out by 50, but, uh, the Baylor game, just, just because the way we lost, you know, offense, outscored them and, and outrushed them and outthrow, you know, offensively, our, our numbers looked great defensively we played well. And it was, I mean, just special teams. I'm so sick of that cost. And it's, yeah, we don't need to go 
and relitigate the Melee game, turnovers. I guess. But yeah, I mean, we made a change at punter. Those things turnovers. Yeah. Looks like he's um, he's giving us a boost. You just wonder why he wasn't putting earlier than that. But maybe they just wanted to have him get his – the other parts of – you know, I think he kicks off and does field goals as well. Let him get that in order. So does then, every kicker in high school across the nation. Yeah, I know, but it's different. Not that powers. I'm comparing, you know, why well, I kind of am, I suppose. Yeah. But There's more to they punting. Do, kickers don't do anything all day in practice either. Anyway, so you give him one more job and he's got, you know – two periods, 10 more minutes in practice and he's got to be locked in and doing something. Ease up on the punters. Never done it <laughs> he's before. up on the specialists mm-hmm. over there playing grab ass on the other practice field. Oh, cause you guys worked hard. The quarterbacks. Wait, man, hold on. Hold on. What? Uh, you ever done drops and if your hips aren't loose, oh you can pull gosh. a muscle. Indo drills. We're running full speed routes, going around cones, just, just chewing our legs back up. to what the huddle. While the quarterbacks are working on taking snaps under center and do it working on three step drops. Yeah. If you're Don't not loose, yourself you can, too much. it was, pull proven, muscle. my point was proven when Jay Cutler came back a few years ago for one more uh, year with the dolphins. And they asked him, are you in good shape? And he's like, well, I'm, I play quarterback. I don't really need to be in good cardiovascular shape, which he was hundred yeah. percent right. You don't. Let's not use Jay Cutler as like the example of being a, uh, the goat dedicated and a hard worker. <laughs> Jay Cutler is, I love Jay Cutler. Smoking Jay is the man. Okay. No, he, he's uh, he's got a cannon. Yes, he does. Incredibly gri- gifted dude. And I think cared more than people, uh, you know, give credit for, but his personality just seemed like he didn't yeah, give a shit, which I thought was kind of terrible. So, <laughs> but yeah, well, so, we can talk West Virginia briefly. I think this is a game that we should, um, you know, they're been up and down, but we should win this game. We're the better team. I don't know. <laughs> You know what Mike Rose's injury status is? That's a huge, a huge, obviously. Yeah, spot it's not like he's going to play, but it might just be one of those things where he tries to manage it throughout the year. But um, they've had some good showings, though. I mean, in their losses, you know, they lost to uh, a real close game to Maryland, thirty to twenty-four. Uh, they lost a close one to Oklahoma, sixteen thirteen, and a close one to Texas Tech, twenty-three twenty. Yeah, Texas um, Tech they, is they bad. They just fired their coach. Bit. Yeah, all I'm saying is they've been in some, you know, very close. The, the Oklahoma game was a three-point game as well. Yeah, I think um, this is Baylor. They got beat up on, but yeah, um, this is a game. You know, they showed flashes. Yeah, this is a game that if we don't, you know, we go out and dig around, we can get beat. They have enough players to do that, but I, I just don't see us doing that. I think we're past that. I think we're in a really good spot and really good mind frame as a team, and everybody's kind of firing in all cylinders, and we've, you know. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't, I don't view this as a, as a game we can get tripped up. I, I didn't really view Baylor that way either. Turnovers and special teams. That's really, I, I think you and I agree. That's really yeah, but we were still kind of yeah. Beat this year is, is turnovers and potentially special teams. I mean, I don't, I don't. Oklahoma is going to be good and they're going to be a test. Um, but I don't see anybody else just being able to just line up across from us and and beat us on Saturday. I mean, it's. We're, we're too good on offense. Our defense is, is elite. Uh, if we don't turn the ball over and special teams doesn't kill us, which I know is, you know, the third segment of the game, um, you know, we're going to, I think, win in the game that we, that we walk out to. But Yeah, we've been better on special teams the last couple of weeks. So I'm not special really concerned teams coordinator about that. really has uh, got the ship pointing in the right direction. Everybody's rolling the same way. You're a Minnesota guy. You're all about rowing the boat. So. Row the boat, PJ. He's got him rolling again. Are they haven't paid any attention to uh, to the Golden Gophers? They talk about Minnesota for like five minutes, and it's like Vikings. Onto the Vikings. <laughs> so I care about Vikings and a little bit of Wild, but it's the Vikings. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
speaking of other teams around the country, where's, uh, where's Matt Campbell going to be coaching next year? I've heard he's locked in for Texas. Tech. Oh he's yeah. Every job. LSU job. LSU, um, USC. I think USC he's going to coach sure. all three. And honestly. And this is no, this is not me. Just, you know, this is not a bit. The only thing that scares me is James Franklin going from Penn state to USC and then Penn state coming open as in, you know, Ohio guy, big 10 country. One of those blue, be- blue blood, big 10 jobs is the only thing that scares me with coach Campbell. Um, now I'm not, you know, I'm not saying that there's a lot of things that, it, that would have to, uh, that would have to happen for that, for that to go down. That's really the only thing that, that frightens me at all when it comes to uh, coach Campbell and, and just the strength of the big 10 conference currently versus, um, the big 12 just being in flux. Yeah. I think that's, but you know, there are coaches who've had opportunities to leave and had never did, you know, yeah. even Ferens at Iowa, whether it was, he had a bunch of chances to leave and never did. Yep. True. I think, yeah, I can see, I can, I mean, I, I say, I can see, I hope that coach Campbell just decides this is where he's going to put his roots down and he's going to build a program the way coach France has at Iowa. <laughs> as much as we hate the Hawkeyes. And I certainly do. Um, I mean, he's, you know, outside of uh, some off the field issues that they've ran into, he's built a good program on the, on the field and, and the consistency and stuff that they show is shit. We'd love to have that at Iowa state. We do. We got it now. Let's go, baby. But yeah, West Virginia. <laughs> I like. I like our chances. I think we um, was a yeah a one p.m. kick. It's a win. This was. Is this like a stream game? ESPN Plus. Or uh, I don't know. Yeah, like ESPN that. Plus is what's showing right now. So How can we not get our games on like regular? I mean, whatever. Five years from now, everything's going to be streamed, but we're not there yet. No, we're not. Pretty ridiculous. And, and this game, uh, we've had, I, I saw, you know, uh, Brent Bloom was talking about this. We've had three really national televised games in big windows. Yeah, we, and we big... have higher viewer numbers than any of the supposed so-called, you know, brand name college football teams. So uh, people are tuning in to watch Iowa State. Unfortunately, two of those three games have been losses. It was the Iowa game and Baylor. Um, but uh, at least people are watching. So that's yeah. a good thing for, for yeah, our yeah. brand. Yeah, we got a good thing going. We got, um, yeah, yeah, we got good storylines at Iowa State. You like us, Todd? Yeah, absolutely. We're normally, you know, I always say Iowa State's not allowed to have nice things, but right now, you know, things are kind of coming up roses for us. So we just got to keep keep the pedal down, finish these, uh, finish this game this week, and uh, yeah, just just keep keep moving strong. It's October, so we uh, we always play well. Right now, we seem to turn up to a different level all the way across the board in October. Brocktober, excuse me. October, come my shirt. But uh, okay, we'll wrap here. Great win last week. Great atmosphere. Great everything. It really was. Yep. Now let's uh, let's go on the road to Morgantown and what a bad place that has to be. I've heard it's a good party school, but yeah, I think it's just random. It's West Virginia as a whole. Just I don't know. Everybody's going to be coming to the game in their overalls and their rope belts and drinking Mountain Dews, drinking their yeah their moonshine out of old milk jugs. Terrible. No, no shoes in the stadium. Yeah, Straw right. hats. Let's end this before you're banned in West Virginia. <laughs> you can ban me. I don't think I'll, unless I'm driving through. I don't see myself ever. That's not a vacation destination for me. But yeah, all right, man. Always good to talk to you. Uh, yeah, let's go state. All right. Let's go Cyclones.